yeah, is there anything else bubbling in your brain? What's what's next? I mean, you've done so many really cool things that I've never seen anybody else do. Can you beat yourself? <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough question. This is the Mad Lemmings Podcast, episode number 20. Welcome to another episode of the Mad Lemmings Podcast. I'm Ashley Fawkes, your host, and thanks for joining us again today. Today we've got a cool guest on the show, someone you've probably seen around on the social media scene. She's certainly a busy lass and is helping out the community in amazing ways, and I'll get to that in a minute. And last night I was actually taking a trip to Basel, which is about an hour from here. It's one of the bigger cities in Switzerland, and there's a really cool community there, a tech a community that has presentations about once a month and they took us into a community radio station which was really cool you got to see the whole setup which is kind of similar to a podcast but a lot more complex obviously and we got to see how that all works and what's happening with radio in the future and how they're hooking in to the internet to create radio stations that are quite dynamic and have visual presentations and webcams and all sorts of stuff which is potentially happening in the future. It's called Radio DNS, if you're interested in looking that up. And uh, they are sort of trying all that stuff out as well. So that's really cool. And what got me thinking, actually, is that it was really similar to what I've been talking about with my guest today, which is helping people out for no money, because the radio station, although they have money, almost all of their presenters are volunteers. So all of the content is done voluntarily. It's people helping out people. It's predominantly people helping out their language communities in Switzerland. So whether it's uh, Portuguese, Arabic, German, English, there's communities from almost every single language. And those guys are putting in their time and effort just to help their community and, and have some fun. And today's guest, Anne Smarty, you might have heard of before. She's been creating these kind of communities and helpful tools online with no mind to making any money whatsoever if she makes any money on these tools it's usually just to support the tool itself she has a day job so she doesn't really need to be making money to do this stuff she needs the money to run the tools themselves and she's done three tools in the past if you haven't heard of them you will in this podcast and they're very helpful tools really cool tools for helping you get more content more reach and more power for your buck when you're doing blogging and uh social media. So take a listen and you'll learn about these really cool three tools, what they can do for you, why Ant Smarty started them, what her background is, and the other tools she's trying to run at the moment. And maybe you can help her out as well because she needs some extra hands on board. So here we go. Good morning, Anne. Thanks for joining me on the Mad Lemmings podcast today. Thank you for having me. It's uh, great to finally connect with you on the podcast. And uh, yeah, we've been chatting back and forth on Twitter and Twitter chats and, and so forth. It's always great to meet people you know on the internet, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'll just start out with a quick two or five minute short roundup of, of you and, and how you got where you are and, and, and what you're doing at the moment. Thank you so much. I come from Ukraine. That's where I started blogging for and that's where I got interested in search marketing and then social media marketing. At that time, I was employed as the customer service team member for the Ukrainian company that was doing most of their customer base was in the United States. So I knew English and they 
they employed me to actually help them to communicate with the customers and help them. And after being there, I got interested in how they promoted the company, the, their website to the United States and to other English-speaking countries. And they, they actually were very helpful. They encouraged me to start my own blog on SEO, which is seosmarty.com. It's still my personal blog, where I, which I started to learn SEO and social media. Okay. I came to the United States to work for Internet Marketing Ninjas, and this is where I am now. And I do brand and community management for Internet Marketing Ninjas and all the com- all the communities that they own like SEO chat and create a site and thread watch. And I also run my own projects while working that in States as well. Yeah. And that's yeah actually what I wanted to bring you on and talk about. I mean, that's actually how I, I know you. I'm not sure how many people listening know you or if I'm sure a lot of people do. Your name is certainly around in the uh, marketing community a lot. And uh, you've done a great job of, of personal branding. I, <laughs> I have to say that much. It's certainly worked very well for you. And you've obviously worked hard on that. You've been doing that for about two years, right? Yep. So that's that's certainly something people can can learn from you. You've uh, gotten your name out there and, and your projects. Yeah, your projects have um, really boomed. I mean, actually maybe boomed so much that they get in trouble, which we can quickly talk about as well. But let's maybe start from the beginning with... Uh, my blog guest that was your your first project how did how did that come about yep my blog guest is my first project and i started it five years ago i was pretty well known in search industry and people started inviting me to guest post for them that's how i understood that people wanted guest posts and how they benefited both of the sides because that's how i built my name so i thought Building a place where people could find each other in different industries, in different niches, and <clears throat> connect them to do guest blogging for the purpose of personal branding and exposure. That was not a bad idea. So I started as a forum, and people got excited and started proposing some features that we could add. So I hired an IT um, person who is my brother by the way (laughs) and uh, he helped me to build it from ground like all the functionality that you can could find within the site was proposed by the community and built by us by my brother and myself and we had to monetize it as well because it it was growing very fast and we had to somehow pay for the expenses so we monetized it and it started started growing just just by itself mm-hmm. that's how it started okay how many how many people did you have in last count how many how many registered users have you got there i think it's about 100,000 right now but i haven't checked for a couple of months yeah you're probably not watching it as closely as in the beginning of course we all watch these things every day but uh, yeah yeah, yeah. 100,000 i, I mean first year you check it almost weekly then you just stop counting and you uh the number of users is not really the most important thing in the community we had a lot of active people there and most of them became my best friends and they support me with all the other platforms that i'm building so that's i guess the best thing to judge the community by it's interesting because you start out by doing something you like and then you see the benefits 
And then the flow-on effect, which I guess is a great learning for any person doing anything on the web, is that if you give without the expectation of getting, actually, eventually, you will probably get in return anyway, right? I mean, you're giving so much, people do recognize that in the end, and now you've got a great friendship, community, and support base behind you, which I think probably follow you everywhere, right? Oh, yes. And that's that's what I'm really thankful for, for all the help and support that I'm getting from the community that I built, my very first one. Yeah, that's uh, it's really cool. I mean, I, I can't imagine what that must be like. You start a tool which is there to help people with guest blogging and, and it's still something that's not always easy to find places to blog. I mean, beginning bloggers struggle to find guest blogging opportunities because they don't have any following or any name and people obviously are looking at that when they're getting bloggers on. I know I do. And uh, I mean, I'm not so harsh, but in sort of later years, I've become more tough on who I allow on. And actually, I don't get many requests anymore, maybe because of Google's stance on the whole matter. But um, yeah, it's a great thing to do for people because it is tough when you're starting out. It's tough to get exposure and it's tough to get opportunities. And a lot of blogs need bloggers and don't have the time to blog as well. So I can imagine it took off like crazy. And then of course, there was the sad uh, happening, I don't know how many months ago that was, when Google decided to make an example of guest blogging because some people, so a small amount of people, have abused it as a poor link-building opportunity. So, yeah, I mean, do you want to quickly go over that? I know you probably don't really want to talk about it a lot. It's You're over it, but uh, maybe we can quickly tell people what happened. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't mind. I've talked about so many times. <laughs> uh, so, yep, uh, that, that's the problem that we were dealing with. That was the minority of people who were abusing the, the platform. And you know that spammers, even if they are in minority, they are easy. They are louder than everyone else. Uh, so that noise really was the problem for us. And we tried to solve it for a couple of years with a um, trying to make our quality standards harsher and we had we hired a team of editors who could help the bloggers identify lower quality articles to reject them we tried to make the spam not work but i guess we failed because that's where we found ourselves in april google mm, banned this site penalized this site my bloggist and some of the members that were using it. But, uh, and um, most of the members that got hit were very easy to remove the penalty, by the way. So right now, everyone is fine. So we handled this situation however we could, and we removed my bloggers from Google search results, and it's still operating. It can be found on Bing. That's what its homepage saying. And... The community is still there. Some people are really scared and they probably need a break from all this stuff. But most of the people of the old timers are still there. And I'm very thankful for their support. Okay, just a quick, I mean, this is actually more of a personal question. I'm just wondering how the penalty works outside of your site. I mean, obviously, Google knows your site and that you're facilitating guest blogging, which I mean, they've stated they're targeting, but of course what they mean is they're targeting low-quality guest 
blog posts, however they can work that out, I have no idea. But anyway, I mean, how does that then link back? Because I've never really used your tool. So how does Google know that, for example, my website has accepted a guest post from your website? Is there then a direct link to my blog guest or how does it work? No, there is no direct link unless the the blog wants to wants to put it. There is no way. There is no other way that we try to build links to the okay. site. Uh, how they how they identified members is still a very good question, and I want to be cautiously optimistic. Did some algorithmic maybe some people who build links in most of the sites, some something like that, but. The most obvious question, answer is that they just scrape the database of users found their websites, and that's how many people got penalized. Okay, because I was just thinking, I'm presuming, I mean, you have to log in to get into the system. And, yep. and, and so that's, that's most probably what they did. Uh-huh. But, okay. I, but I don't know, I have no confirmation, and I want to think that that's not something Google would do. Yeah, yeah. But that's how it looked like from inside. When yeah. we were dealing with people who were complaining that they got hit, there was no other way for them to understand, to find that they were using my bloggist. Yeah, that's what, when I was reading the articles, I was thinking, you know, I mean, as a former IT person myself, I was thinking, okay, well, the internal site is not crawled by Google. So how did they know? So, yeah, if they've created a login and done that, which seems a little bit, yeah, underhanded. But anyway, okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course, you know, as we were discussing before the call, yeah, I mean, you can do whatever, they can do whatever they want. But uh, okay, yes. so that's that's how it potentially happened. All right, I was just wondering then, because if people go back now and get back onto my blog guest, if people are looking for guest bloggers, it's still potentially a way to do that. But there's no assurances that there's no danger because we don't know what, what Google did. Well, so. since then, when we've seen, when we've seen that, folding out we actually hit all the sites from the from the not only search engines that that was the, the thing before but now you cannot see what site each people has uh-huh, if, okay. if you, even if you log in you will only see the site if during the conversation about the guest blog mm-hmm. so you will not you cannot search basically you cannot search our database and find the websites. Okay, cool. Okay, so if people are still looking for uh, guest bloggers if they need content or want to put content out there, then it's still a, a great opportunity for that. That's good to hear because it's a it's a good idea, I think, a really, really good idea and service. So it's, it's great to hear that you guys have done everything you possibly can to enable that to still continue. Cool. Okay. And then your next project will move on. Um, Viral content buzz, something that uh, I use a lot. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a big fan, but um, yeah, I'll let, I'll let you represent it in, in your words first. How would you describe that to people? Uh, again, it's solving the problem of new people who cannot, uh, who would like to have more exposure to their content. So the, the way it works, you can log in uh Authenticate your social media profiles, accounts, Facebook, Twitter, StumbleUpon, and Pinterest. Share share uh, projects that you like from our dashboard and earn credits for that. And those credits you can then spend 
to to get to have other people promote your stories as well. So the only thing is that we are moderating every single URL that is going on the dashboard, uh, and we want to make sure that those stories are high quality. Of course, high quality is can be subjective. So sometimes if you think that the story is not good enough for you to share, you can either just don't share it or hide it or report to us if you think it's low quality for us to make the quality of the dashboard better. So we, for high quality content in different industries, we allow people to get that content shared and that thus expand the the exposure of the content in social media yeah and that's certainly i think achieved its goal actually i don't think enough people use it i've actually been putting some people onto it recently including some customers who want more exposure and are in the social media community and so forth and have seen it or maybe vaguely aware of it um yeah because i've used three four five i can't even remember the number I've used Empire Avenue, which is complicated and very loose and actually has a lot of garbage and um, poor quality sharing, not necessarily the right communities. People just share whatever and maybe create false accounts and so forth that there's not as much control going on, although they're trying to change that, I think. Um, what's the other one? Just retweet. Again, it's not bad. There's some good people on there, but there's also people with very small followings and there is some lower quality stuff on there and then that's why when i don't have time to use all of these platforms which is more common these days i only use yours because i know that there is only quality on there and no spammy stuff on there and you guys also don't allow salesy stuff which i've tripped over myself if i do a review and have affiliate links then i forget and put it on there sometimes and get kindly reminded that that's also not encouraged so and that's that's a good thing i mean i think that is what differentiates your platform from other platforms out there it's not just about getting masses of sharing it's quality sharing and quality people and and quality content and you also do stuff that not everyone else does like pinterest and uh, stumble upon which i think is really cool because i find those platforms actually get a lot of really good traffic Yes, and it's it's. I haven't seen in my life, and I'm very very active on Twitter and Facebook. I've never seen too much traffic from that, unless you do ads on Facebook. And I have never found Twitter ads to work, by the way. But Pinterest and StumbleUpon are really great for traffic. That's why we were very willing to add them, even though they don't have official APIs. So we, uh, for Pinterest, you have to actually copy paste the url of the pin into our system which we would like to somehow in the future make easier for you but we were really willing to add those platforms because we know that if you have good content they really work for traffic yeah pinterest is i mean for me i have i don't know a fifth of the following that i have on twitter and i get three to four times the traffic so the multiplier effect can be crazy, especially if you have a really good image and, of course, compelling headline and good content. But uh, the image with the, the headline on it is really... I got stuff which is a year old, which I saw even this morning, got five repins, which I'd forgotten about. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy. And this stuff is just so kind of evergreen on Pinterest and on Twitter. 
you get this little bump for the f- sort of the week where you publish it, and that's mm-hmm. it. And that's it, pretty much. <laughs> yep. So you have to always be on Twitter to get something. And stumble upon is also very evergreen. I get stumbles. I, I'm in traffic from stumble upon for some of the blog posts that really took off there. There could be the traffic could be very really flowing in for two three years really? that's wow. crazy okay yep. i've never seen that not that's not for every other article that is discovered there maybe for the site for com, i have like two articles that really took off there and they are still sending me traffic so yeah. it's it can be really 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 good as well yeah i guess they're measuring the interaction and the amount of time people stay on the pages and and the number of stumbles and then somehow coming up with uh, an algorithm and saying, okay, let's put that in our re-stumble box or something. That's probably what's what's happened to your content. So that's, yeah, that's cool. Wow. Yeah, because I don't get so much stumble upon traffic, just occasionally a spike here and there. But having that available, I mean, that's really cool for viral content buzz. So if people want to, yeah, get out there and get more shares than they're getting and get more traffic than they're getting and even get on platforms where even potentially you're not present, um, like Pinterest, if you're not really on Pinterest, but people like me are, I'll share your stuff and you'll get traffic from my followers. So that's that's a really cool thing. Yeah, I was wondering about the API actually because I was just talking about that to a colleague the other day about how that's not available yet. And then just as you said it, I realized that's your workaround. I was wondering why I had to paste in my URL. <laughs> yeah, I wish we could do I mean, we sacrifice something usability the the convenience of the users of sharing to the actual fact that we added that because we know that it works very well so we wanted to give it however we could we wanted to add that platform to the offering so we had to somehow work invent the workaround for that yeah it's really cool because i was i was seeing i mean i understand how how it's working and i was thinking okay well I didn't think about the API because I haven't had to investigate, you know, who has them. I mean, I know Twitter has one and Facebook, but I didn't realize Pinterest hasn't. I know Instagram hasn't either. And uh, But Pinterest I'd never really looked into. That's interesting. They haven't bothered to do that yet. It's kind of because uh, you've got other people like, um, I'm just trying to think of the tool, like Viral, Woot or whatever they're called for scheduling pins. They must also have some really crazy hacking going on to get that stuff to work. Yes. Yes, I think so too. They probably store everything on their site, including the login as well, which we didn't want to do, just to store any login. So you actually logged into Pinterest and you do everything on their site and then just copy-paste the URL to us. So we don't have any Pinterest login information. Yeah, Yeah, that works really well though. I like it because, I mean, to me it's... It's also, and I think that's nice as well, you give more points for that stuff and I think that's also fair because, you know, if I share something on Pinterest, you will get a lot more traffic from my pin share than you will from my tweet and, mm-hmm. and that's sort of represented in the in the point system you guys have too, which is really nice. So, yeah, if you're listening to this and you're not on Viral Content Buzz and you want more social media traffic and exposure, um, yeah, I spend probably 10, 15 minutes a day um, oh, especially when I'm active this week, not so much. But, um, yeah, when I'm doing posts and sharing posts and it doesn't take much time and you can get points and use points and, and share your posts and get some really good traffic. So jump on there and, and give it a go. 
So, last but not least by any means, <laughs> my my blog, you your uh, your latest project, and and I couldn't believe it when I saw it. You have another project going. Where does where does she find the time? You are really the the superwoman of uh, of the in- internet, and this. This one's a really interesting one, and, and I really like it. So, what's the where did the it, the idea come from? I guess my blog guest kind of similar stuff. Uh, my latest newest project is called myblogu.com. and uh, it the idea of it is that we are so we are so overloaded with content that it's really hard to come up with any good original angles that could do in social media or just overall. And the first feature that we introduced there was the brainstorm feature where I just randomly put your idea, general idea or something that you need for your blog and you let the community members suggest you unique angles or possible people who know the answer or uh, however they can help or that just put their case study and experience there. So that was the first feature that we wanted to to start off. And from that, also, there is another one, more specific one, is the, for collecting the quotes from people. It's like group interviews where you publish article filled with many people speaking on the subject matter that you specify but you can use it in any other ways like you just need a random quote for your article and you can use it from that you collect it from that side or you just have you need to uh, more people talking about their experience with uh, something some tool so you can ask there as well so it's not just group interviews i would say that's for collecting quotes from real people on the subject matter that you specify so those are two main features that we started off and it's all about collaborating to create content you can collaborate by somehow asking people for to provide unique angles case study experience quotes uh, related infographics related videos that you know exist on that subject and could somehow make your content better so however you can collaborate that's the place to make your content better and of course we also help promote the content that you create with help of my blog you so it can help you with uh, expand expanding your reach and extra traffic as well. But the main idea is collaborating to create really good original content. Yeah, it's a really cool idea because, I mean, when you're starting out and, and as I was <laughs> saying to you earlier, some of the content that I, I read, I mean, you know, you, I stop reading the internet so much these days. I'm just like, oh, another post on how to do that, another post on how to do that. And I don't blame the people because it's hard to come up with content, especially when you're new, but... Yeah, it's really hard to come up with new angles and, and new ideas about any topic. I mean, it doesn't have to be just what we do with social media and blogging, which a lot of it is, of course. But yeah, I mean, if you're in any niche, it's it's probably it's the same problem. I mean, there's so many bloggers out there that you have to really struggle to yeah to come up with stuff, right? So yeah, it's it's a really cool area, and I mean. I've unfortunately not leveraged it as much as I could. I got a lot of people, uh, I wrote a post on there asking for help with my podcast and unfortunately I haven't been doing my podcast much because of my actual work that I've been doing instead. <laughs> so, yeah, I haven't been using the using the, the help that I've been offered and I have to actually get back to that. But, um, 
Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, I already had, I mean, I had uh, Jacob on the podcast last time and I didn't really know him very well. I mean, I knew him just from Triber, but I'd never really spoken to him. And it was really cool to get to know him and, and to interview him as well. So I got introduced to him and his community and his background and, and his ideas as well. And then I've been on, um, I think, two or three group interview quote kind of things um, recently, which I've helped a few people with. And, yeah, it's, it's really it's fun, actually. It's really cool. And you also get your name out there or you get access to people that you maybe would never, never have met and uh, – I see you've also been putting stuff stuff on there as well. How's that been going? It's I've been very pleased with how it's been going so far, and I've had a couple of interviews. Uh, on it. the best thing to leverage is to ask about the current news or trend. That's how when the Google authorship removed the pictures from search results. I did a very quick group interview using my blog queue with people, people appearing, um, not just opinion what happened, but what the official uh, statement was and what they thought if it was true or not. Uh, so it was very fun with people and um, saying that they do not buy the official statement and they think <laughs> that's really not what happened and that's not really why they did that. So it was a really um, link-baity and social media-friendly article with lots of people being really funny. So I found it really good for uh, discussing the current trend, especially if you can come up with original and funny questions that usually encourages people to answer in a funny and a sarcastic way as well so i loved it uh, it worked really well sometimes you can you can create public or private project public means that you can share it with social media friends as well and so encourage more answers so whenever i see a, a public project that means that people do not mind me sharing it so i always try to find more and more answers in social media and people who i know would be interested in answering so i help to promote those projects as well that's how i promoted mine and got really good answers and it it, it turned out to be a really fun piece and it didn't it didn't really i had i didn't have to write it all myself so people helped me with the with their quotes which is another benefit if you're if you're not really if you don't have too too much time it's a good filler in your editorial calendar as well yeah that's a cool idea actually <laughs> these days i need to do that because i'm always struggling to find the time i'm always busy doing blog posts for everyone else and never for myself but uh yeah, because sometimes, I mean, putting together even five, six hundred words, I mean, can take an hour or so with pictures and, and whatever and then re-editing. And, yeah, if you can throw in some really good stuff from other people, and that's actually a really cool idea. You're you're always coming up with these cool ideas. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to have to steal them. Topical, topical posts with interesting quotes from people. Even I mean, sarcasm, I love. I don't see enough of it in, in Europe, unfortunately, but... Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good idea, actually. Sarcastic, sarcastic uh, blog posts that are fun instead of just how would you get more email subscribers or yeah, what's your, what's your how do you start out blogging? And uh, <laughs> I mean, these are interesting questions, but they've been done already. Yeah, that's why I did my my Pinterest post uh, earlier in the year. It was like, okay, I only see one, maybe one and a half posts on this topic. No one's really asked ten 
big people on Pinterest, how they use Pinterest and how they got where they are. So even though it's a boring topic, it's a topic that hasn't been done yet. So and that actually did really well. I think I've got 2,000 repins or something now. It's just it's wow. it's insane. Yeah, I don't, I don't have anything else like it. I'm not getting huge amounts of traffic. It's just being repinned. Nobody's clicking on it But because, yeah, all the content's in, in the infographic that I, I created. So, yeah, it's a really cool thing for pins, but it's not getting me traffic. But anyway, whatever, it doesn't matter. But, um, yeah, if you can find a niche topic like that, then you can put that out there and get a good interview. But as you said, how do you find a topic that hasn't been done in your niche, even with a group interview, and that's actually looking at uh, looking at current trends and, and seeing what happens? I think that's uh, that's one thing that we have current to Current trends, yep, is one. Also, I see really good if you ask about tools, People come with some really good tools that I've never heard of. So it's it's really a good, um, it can be a good list of original tools that no one really knows about that are less popular. And you can even tell it in the question that don't, don't talk about Hootsuite here. Everyone knows Hootsuite. <laughs> uh, add something that that's not too discussed now, like find those gems that really hidden and you can, uh, you have a lot of flexibility with writing your interview project. So you can direct people into something more fun and original. So however you try to do is fine. We are really, we are really, really want to that plot platform to be about original angles and, really good expert insights into what you're writing about. So please just come up with something fun and original and I'm sure that will do good and it will help promote it as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's ultimately, as I said, you've finding that little corner of common topics is almost impossible these days. So you have to be at least mildly creative or funny and uh, in order to do that. And I think it really helps you can get people's attention. I don't know what I was reading this morning, something where someone was talking about a Twitter campaign that took off just because it actually was really funny what happened and the company looked really silly, but they used that and used it to their advantage and everybody shared it because it was really funny. And yeah, it's amazing what, uh, like that whole Oreo lights out thing during the Super Bowl. I mean, the fact that the electricity went out in the Super Bowl is crazy and it's (laughs) stupid, but if you use it, then it can be really funny and, you know, it's one of the most tweeted things around. So, yeah, I think that's a really cool idea. So if people want to uh, join up, it's um, my blog you. so that's my blog and then the letter u.com, just so we're clear on that if somebody's listening and not uh, at the keyboard. Um, I'm going to put all these links in the show notes, which is madlemmings.com slash episode. I think we're at 20. Um, or maybe I should rename it to um, something else like sharing. So there we go, madlemmings.com slash sharing. That's an easier way to remember. I noticed um, Tropical MBA podcast does that. They have URLs that are easy to remember because episode, I'm not even sure of the number. That's silly. I think it's 20. So, but yeah, I'll do both. And then people can find all the links to some of your, I'll put your, some of your relevant content on there and all the links to all the tools and maybe even to your post that you were talking about, if you can send me that. And, um, yeah, is there anything else bubbling in your brain? What's, what's next? I mean, you've done so many really cool things that I've never seen anybody else do. Um, yeah. Can you beat yourself? 
<laughs> That's a tough question. I mean, now that we don't have too huge income after my bloggist was hit, I had to stop a couple of my hobbies, projects like Twitter chat. It's twchat.com. I really, really wanted to build something really cool out of that, including uh, mobile apps and uh, um, more functionality for people to connect with video chats as well. But unfortunately, I had to stop it to save some money. And that's the next project that I really would love to promote because I like I love Twitter chats and that one, it's still not done. It's near, not even near to being done. But that's probably the next one that I would love to do. It's totally free. I've never monetized it. That's that's why I had to pause my work on that. And it, had, it required some substantial uh, investment into the development. My brother cannot develop all that I planned. So I had to hire a IT team to manage it and that's that's the next project that I would love to build on when I have time and money. So this is I'm just on there now. So that's twchat.com, right? Yep. Okay. So what's going on in there? It's a Twitter chat interface as well as obviously calendar of upcoming chats and what else is is going on here? The the original idea about that project was that you exchanged messages inside of it and then they got published to twitter so it's not that we use twitter to run it it's all independent and that's how we were planning to probably have other pro other platforms connected to it as well like publish uh, twitter chat summary to google plus or facebook or we can we have a lot of flexibility with that and uh, another thing is that you have that uh, two columns where you can communicate with people on using right now using Twitter. And if you have a featured guest or a mentor or someone else, you can add them to that right platform, to let, right column for people to see more, to, to see the actual flow of the Twitter chat because most Twitter chats are really hard to follow. They are very, very nosy with all the people talking to each other and all that going to the same feed. Now we have that solution where you can have a more organized Twitter chat by putting some of the selected people into the right column. So like, for example, the moderator who asks question can be the only one in the right column. So everyone can see what the current question is and how to answer what they are actually discussing right now. Because usually mm -hmm. it's not the case in most Twitter chats. Everyone is just discussing the question they like. <laughs> <laughs> so the discussion is really very, very non-organized and hard to follow. So that's what we try to, another problem that we try to solve with Twitter chats. And and then by the day, I had too many Twitter chats, first with my blog, then with Viral Content Boss, and now with my blog, you. And I failed to find a good solution to really have fun but organized Twitter chats and I have and I decided to build it myself that's how the project <laughs> got boom that's how some of the best uh, solutions come up right you have a problem yourself so you fix it <laughs> yes that's what we try to do and okay that's it, cool is that we what were I was... developing 
Sorry, was that what I was using when? Because I was on your viral content buzz chat. Is that what I was using there? I can't remember what I was using actually. Yep, that's the, the link that we are giving when we are announcing it. So that's the one. Okay, and that's another thing. Just so we can quickly add on while we're gradually wrapping up. It's uh, yeah, you also have um, chats related to the general topics of the tools. So on the viral content buzz, it's generally social media. Is that right? Yes. And they are, they are a bit different. Viral content buzz is VC. The hashtag is VC buzz. Mm-hmm. And every, every week we invite people to talk about social media promotion and creating great content because we want to educate our community and show them what we're really trying to build and how to really get more exposure and what type of content we're looking for. So it's, we're using those Twitter chats to somehow help our community to understand what they, how they can do better. Mm-hmm. And for my blog, you, the hashtag is my blog, you, and so Thursdays, we usually use that Twitter chat to announce, explain the new features and show how to make the most of them and show some examples, share some examples of people already using the features and how they are doing that. So somehow to help, it's it's building our platform knowledge base in terms of the functionality and all the different ways that you can benefit from that. So it's like, it's more about the features of the site because we we have something new weekly. So we use the Twitter chats to announce those. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, and just in case people don't know about Twitter chats, if you're not familiar with them or have never seen one, I mean, it's basically um, people tweeting back and forth to each other on a hashtag. So it's grouped on the hashtag. So the hashtag can be followed using tools like this twchat.com so you can see it in one column because it's very difficult for multiple people to participate in a conversation on Twitter and that's how you organize it with a hashtag and so Anne has a couple of hashtags for her different tools related to her tools and topics on those and I'll put those in the show notes as well and has specific times of the week where you can participate in those chats or even just listen and if you don't make the chat. I know you've done that for Viral Content Buzz and I'm guessing you do that for all your other ones. You also do a really nice summary of all the key points and post that on the homepage of that chat as well, right? Yes. So every every single time that's that's been working very good for me as an incentive to create new content for my blogs weekly because otherwise I would not remember i have a lot of blogs right now <laughs> so every every time we have a twitter chat that's a commitment so you cannot we, we never miss a single chat for for years after every single twitter chat we publish a very good concise summary of that just not just a summary auto generated summary with the main tweets but it's actual article explaining what we were talking about giving the links that were mentioned mentioning some of the featured uh, tweets. And if we have a guest, that's what he was talking about. And that's what the tools he was or she or she was mentioning. So that's a, that's a whole article that we provide weekly updates Twitter chat. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cause I saw that after mine and I was like, wow, that's really nice because not only is it a summary, but it's also, yeah, a post. And if you can't make it, you can then go, you say, oh, I'm really was interested in that topic 
and you can't make it for whatever reason, then you can go and reference a post afterwards and know you've pretty much missed maybe only 2% of, of the interesting things because it's all been pulled out by yourself or, or someone else and, and summarized. Yeah, that's really cool. So, yeah, if you're interested in these topics related to these tools, whether it's guest blogging, blogging, um, or social media promotion, then the Twitter chats or the Twitter chat blog summaries are also really cool. So I'll put some some links on there as well. Look, looks like I've got some links to collect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Anne. I'm glad we finally got to chat after all this time, and I appreciate your time. I know you're, you've got a lot of other stuff to do, and you've got <laughs> a lot of other projects to run. And uh, yeah, I'll certainly do my best to to promote them. And I think you, you deserve it. You've done great things for the community, and I'm not sure how often you get thanked, but I thank you. And uh, thank you so much. And I'm um, hopefully a lot of other people will too. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can tweet a thank you to Anne on the blog post, or even just. Uh, tweet to her directly what's your twitter handle just quickly uh seo smarty is the main one seo smarty okay and uh your main blog is also seo smarty.com as well right yep that's where the twitter handle is going okay from. cool so that's the best way to get hold of you obviously i mean i think you're a you're a twitter girl so twitter is probably yeah, the best I'm very, I'm very very responsive on twitter so oh. Whenever you tweet to me, I will respond. Okay, cool. All right, so if you want to follow Anne, certainly jump on her blog or on Twitter, and then you can jump on the tools as well. I highly recommend Viral Content Buzz and my blog, you, if you're writing content or need content or need help with content or are struggling with content or anything, get on there and, and try it out. There's some really cool people there. People are very enthusiastic and, and helpful. And, uh, yeah, there's some tools to help you for absolutely nothing and uh, you can only benefit from it. So let's help each other out and thank Anne. Thanks again. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. That no worries. A, Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So I hope you enjoyed that uh, chat with Anne Smarty. She's been doing some great stuff with my blog guest and viral content buzz if you want to get your content shared more. And now my blog, You, with the letter U. And all of those links will be on the show notes at madlemmings.com slash episode 20 or slash sharing, as I mentioned in the show. And, uh, yeah, so if you can make a review of the show, that would also be really cool. Uh, it helps push me up in the rankings in the podcast and get more listeners like yourself hearing the useful information. So far, I've only seen one review, so more would be great. It would certainly help keep me going on the podcast. So if you enjoy the podcast, spend five minutes on iTunes and just let me know or let me know your thoughts and uh, I'll present those on the show next time. So until next time, enjoy your online marketing madness. Mm-hmm.